episode of Stream of Thought. This is episode number 156, and we begin things by talking a little bit about etiquette. Table etiquette? Dinner manners? I think not. We talk a little bit about vices, the do's and don'ts. And then we talk about why I was late to the recording again. I don't have excuses, just facts. And I will say, in this whole conversation, attention to detail is so important. Victor couldn't pay attention to the details at the time that we were going to start, nor could he pay attention to a certain thing that he discovered in his professional work environment. And then we transition into a conversation about nature. And while Victor and I both have experiences with living in the burbs, experiencing nature as it is, I've got a story about a fox on the run. And so with that, episode number 156 of Stream of Thought. We hope you enjoy. (laughs) Welcome back to episode number 156 of Stream of Thought. This is Victor coming in late to the program. I was just about to say, uh, what episodes was it you were... Well, I remember last week I was dogging on you for being late and then last week i was late and then this week we are starting 27 minutes late and i just want to explain why i'm not making excuses of course I'm, not you never would i'm not making excuses i'm just giving you the facts right, right. so that's all, that's all we want sorry i had to light my my palo santo right there by the way can we just Note that Victor right now is not wearing a shirt as he's recording this podcast. Dude, I find that you want to know worthwhile why to point not... out. No, you want to know why I decided not to wear a shirt right now? It's because whenever we record, Probably I have like... to turn off my AC, and it's really, it's really warm in here. Even when it's not it's like what ninety five outside, yeah. my apartment still gets pretty warm. That's why I took my shirt off. Fair enough, man. <laughs> That's that's why you got to find a basement uh, a to cool, go hide And I have in. a cool, refreshing beverage. I'm going to open it and tell me what you think it is, okay? Hang right. on. Oh, yep. Shit, my fingers are slipping. <laughs> oh man, that sounds that it's it's definitely a beer. It's not it's not a coke. Listen, it's not a Can you hear that? Or no? Yeah. It is most definitely a coke. What? Absolutely. Wow. No, that did not sound like a Coke to me. The, the, <laughs> the, the fizz, is it a cold Coke? Let me show like you. Ice. This was in the freezer. You recognize that glass? Where do you think I got that glass from? That wasn't from the... <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. I got that glass... From a brewery during mm-hmm. a bachelor party mm-hmm. when one of my friends got married before one of my friends got married. <laughs> and which which one of your friends was that, Victor? It was you. It was you, Rick. <laughs> that was right before. That was right before we went to the uh, like the cigar place on Lake Street, and right. I made the. How would you say amateur mistake of thinking I was bigger than the cigar and inhaling every so oh, often, God. and then I got incredibly sick. 
And I just felt so shitty after that. And I probably threw up in a trash can on the street. New York remix. Yeah. No, I I will say, though, as far as bachelor parties go, and hopefully I have one more more um, permanent than my last one, that uh, it was it was a very wholesome bachelor party. I feel like that was that was it was very wholesome. There was very minimal um, shenanigans going on, despite all the little little side quirks that that happened. I don't know if you remember too much about it. I can't recall everything. I mean, it's not because we got, like, fucked up, but uh, I remember we went to your house, and I think your dad uh, made us dinner on the grill. I think we had, No, it was was Bledsoe. Nate Bledsoe. Oh, Nate. Okay. Cooking the the barbecue. Yeah. And eating, hanging out, and then we... And then we went to the brewery. And then we went to the cigar place, and I think after the cigar place, I don't know what happened. I think, did we split up? Did some people go one direction and one pe- I don't know. I just remember, feel. I just got so sick to my stomach after inhaling the cigar. After I the cigar. I thought I could do that. Yeah, I I honestly, I, I don't quite remember towards the end of the night. I feel like Neil wanted to go off and do his own thing, so I feel like that was a component to the night. So I don't know... If people will split up, I can't really remember. I mean, that was, what, five years ago, six years ago? That was seven years ago. That was seven years ago? When did oh you get married? God. 2014, right? 2014. Six years ago? Yeah. So six years Yeah, that would have been seven, seven years ago. Yeah. Holy cow. But wow. somebody had, I feel like somebody had a bottle of wine. Because I remember we went to the liquor store and we bought a corkscrew. And I was freezing. I was so cold. It was like a cooler spring or early summer evening, and I was sick, and Neil was making fun of me. And I just remember having, like, a horrible time in the middle of it because of being sick. And then I felt better. And then we even went to the hotel room. We went to bed. But I feel like when I got to the hotel room with Neil or whoever, there were already a handful of people there that were asleep. So I don't know if you remember – this was the thing that Victor had gotten me, the the Johnny Walker Platinum. I still have that up here on my little bookshelf. That yeah, that was that was something. While we were smoking cigars, and uh, we had a couple of glasses of that. It was one of the finest whiskeys I've ever had in my entire life. Johnny Walker Platinum, beautiful. So I, smooth, so wonderful. I remember that was the night that I learned how to drink whiskey. I think Victor Cedeno yes! was telling us how you're supposed to drink it. That's right. Where and you then snip it, it was the a total nose. game changer because yeah. I don't and I've never really enjoyed drinking hard liquor neat. Yes. And but when he told us that, I was like, "Wow, this is a game changer. Delicious." I remember that actually. That was that was. I was very proud of you in that moment that you learned how to actually drink whiskey properly. Where you, I mean, you you inhale you inhale the the fusion of smells that just complement the taste buds. What's the process? What is it? You take an in breath and then take a sip and then exhale. What's the process? Yes. Yeah. Yep. 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 You you sniff it in, you drink it with the flavor in your nostrils. Swallow, and then exhale. 
and it just it's the culmination of flavors it's it's a beautiful experience i because i didn't know that either victor i think taught all of us at no or was it bledsoe it was one of the two somebody i I, I don't know one of those two guys told us and i never i think it it was victor yeah i think it was victor and it like it like literally everyone started doing that and within the next 15 seconds i was like whoa oh man this is so much more of an enjoyable experience than but you're like... supposed to do that's the way you're supposed to do it with whiskey or that's supposed to be that's the way you're supposed to do it with any type of neat alcohol i i would assume it's primarily whiskey um i don't i don't know that that's too common in other kind of hard liquors um but i know whiskey has a lot of flavor you know the barrel aging all that sort of stuff especially johnny walker like you've got all these different components that deserve to be acknowledged. And so sniffing it in, drinking it, swallowing, breathing out, brings it all together. It's a chemistry set in your mouth. (laughs) Funny story about Johnny Walker. So a few months prior to the bachelor party where I learned that, I was in, where was I? I was in South Carolina, Hilton Head. I was in Hilton Head, South Carolina for a week with Drew because his parents had bought a condo in Hilton Head and before they had scheduled to have it rented through the through the late spring and going into the summer and prior to them doing that we stayed there for a week and his parents were there for for like a there was a few days overlap where we were with his parents and then his parents left and then we were there for like another three or four days anyway his dad had a, a bottle of Johnny Walker I don't recall which one I know there's the platinum black blue I don't know red yeah um and I had some, and I have a glass, and I, like, pour Coca-Cola, and then I poured the liquor, and then, like, the next day, my the next day, Drew is like, what the hell, Where's the, where'd the Johnny Walker go? And we were looking for it, because then his parents had left, I think, and he found it, like, hidden in the closet, like, in a corner in the shelf, and, he, and Drew's like, what the fuck, I don't know why my dad would have put it up here, he said we could drink it, and then, and then he said... Well, actually, maybe it's because you mixed it with Coke. He didn't want it to go to waste. I'm like, sorry, dude. I didn't know, bro. Like, I don't know these things. (laughs) My dumbass. I didn't know. Like, it's it's too good to be mixed with Coca-Cola. I just... I didn't know. <laughs> I, uh, no, I know. Uh, yes, no, I understand that. <laughs> but yes, no, never. It's it's like Johnny Walker, Patron, and uh, I think there's one other major category that you just don't mix with. Sorry, man. Anything like else. I'm more familiar with you know weed etiquette than I am with liquor <laughs> etiquette. What what weed etiquette would you say that uh, that say in the experiences that we've had? that I've violated over the years. Is there, is there anything in particular you can think of or just in, in general? I can't we, think of anything etiquette. that you have done in particular, but I okay, just know good. in general, you know, puff, puff, pass, bro. Absolutely no reason to take more than two puffs. Just pass it around. So everybody can, can get a hit. Everybody can share. Licking the blunt, dude. I can't stand when the end of the blunt gets licked or chewed up. You know what I'm saying? You know, greens, giving, giving. Uh, you know, whoever packs the bowl gets first greens. But when you pack it, only spark half the bowl so that the second person who hits it can still have some green to hit. And one thing, this isn't necessarily 
uh, fall along the lines of etiquette, but it's something that I picked up in college that I really, really liked because one of my friends had, had said, um, you know, hi, it's like, hey, my buddies and I from high school, this is what we do when I'm back home for break. So when you're hitting the blunt and it's going around, you keep hitting it, you keep hitting it, you keep hitting it. Even when it's a tiny little blunt nub, you keep you keep hitting it. And whoever is holding the little the little blunt nub when the ember goes out, that person has to eat it. <laughs> I've I've heard of that. I have heard of that. Oh, that's so it's fucking. It's just a gross, little dude. bit, but I just that's thought it so was entertaining gross. and funny. Yeah, yeah, hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. No, it is it is very interesting because uh, there are certain people who we know um, who so- sometimes perhaps violate those norms. Where I just I I just think about I don't even think about it as like something that should be considered a thing. It's just common courtesy. I was like, just thinking the same know, thing, the exact same thing. Common courtesy. It's courtesy. It's like, come on, you know, whatever you're doing, it's the same thing. Like, you don't, you don't like. If you got a pitcher, you're not gonna like spit into the pitcher. If you've got, right. you know, a blunt, you're not gonna lick the blunt all over and then pass it out. Just common sense. Yeah. So I understand the frustration. I've been there. Um, I know that in many different instances. But yeah. And then valid, going along the lines valid. of etiquette, one last thing because I remember I was with you when it happened. You know, if you if you're walking down the street and someone's smoking a blunt or whatever, and you want to hit. Offer a few dollars. Most likely, they'll say just hit it. But common courtesy to just offer a stranger a few dollars in exchange for a hit or two. Because I remember when we were in New York, we were walking down the street and someone was smoking weed, and I offered them five dollars. And I can't remember if they took it or if they just let me hit it. But another, another. Uh, Wait. Okay. What, what? What? Remind me of? Do, do you? I'm I'm totally lost right now. This I don't I don't remember this at all cuz I don't think I participated. No. I mean, this, this was in the beginning of the night. We weren't really drinking. We were walking around. Right. Yeah. We had walked oh. to we had walked to Times Square, I think from wherever it was that you were, like 125th and Broadway or something like that. Oh like we God. were all like we were on the we were far north in Manhattan, and we walked all the way down to Times Square. I remember because it took us forever to walk there, but I didn't care because I was in New York, and we're just, like, hanging out. Shit. I totally don't remember that. Yeah. No, that is not some, especially in New York, but really anywhere. I would never accept a, a smoke from somebody else who's already in the process of uh, consuming. I don't know. That's just me, but <laughs> that yeah. I, to- I totally don't remember that. Huh. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> okay, so what I wanted to say uh, before we went on this tangent, I wanted to explain while I was late. All right? These are just the facts. Go on. I had everything lined up to start, at, to start at 3 o'clock. I was ready to start at 3 o'clock. I had to go to – I was coming back home from Runyon and – I had to go back to the valley to drop off like these screws that I didn't drop off for my keyboard because they're fixing it. And I was like, okay, when I get home, I will have enough time to do my push-ups and sit-ups like we were talking about. I'll have enough time to do my push-ups and sit-ups real quick, then shower, get dressed, go to the valley, drop off the screws, come back, start the podcast at 3 o'clock. 
But then I get there and I ended up talking to the lady for like 10 minutes because uh, she was explaining something to me about the keyboard. So I was like, whatever. And so I'm on the way back. So right there, that was a 10-minute, quick 10-minute delay. So I'm on the way back and you said, let me know when you think you'll be ready. And then at that point, I had parked my car and I told you I will be ready in seven minutes. I walk halfway up the block, and then I realize I left my water bottle in my car. So I had to turn back around and get my <laughs> water bottle. So that's about another, you know, three uh, minutes or uh, so out of the of way. Of course. Yep. And then I get here. We're about ready to start, and my camera isn't working for Zoom, which in case people haven't figured it out, when my, my camera usually stops working when my laptop dies – and then I charge, and then I charge it again, and then it will stop working. So I, I figured out that I have to restart the computer. So I had to restart the computer, and all of those things put together is what accounted for the, you know, twenty-five, thirty-minute delay. Those aren't excuses. Those those are just what happened. That's just what. <laughs> that's an excuse. That's just what happened to me. So so that that was your your point to kind of extrapolate as to the the cost of that i just wanted to let you know what was going on i wasn't just being you know i i wasn't just lollygagging you you never are things that were out (laughs) i will say i will say of all of this um i think we need kind of like that celebration button like the party button like woo 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 or whatever you took your keyboard in and i know we you and i have been talking kind of in private about being countable and stuff like that and you were talking about the keyboard having been one of the things that your to-do list to get it in there, get it fixed up, repaired, all that stuff. Yay, that's there because I noticed it wasn't in the background. So good for you, man. Oh yeah, yeah, it's not. It was anymore. like that was such a common feature. I have another keyboard there in the background, right behind me. If I move, oh my yeah, head, I see it, see. I see it. Yeah, there's the other keyboard, and then I have Dan's keyboard. He, another one is right there. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, finally after three weeks of just. It's avoiding sitting there. And procrastinating a simple phone call to see when I can bring it in. Boom, done in you know a day, two days. You know that's where it's at. Um, but dude, get this. So I don't know if you've ever had this happen to you, where you grab something and you think it's one thing, and then later you're like, "What the hell? It's not the thing that I thought I All had." All the fucking disappointment. I would so, say salsa. Salsa was probably my biggest biggest mistake. Where there was a, a rack of salsas, I picked one up. Not actually, it was it was just salsa. So I picked it up. It was the hot version versus the the mild version I was expecting. So headed out to the party, dipped in. Everyone was like, "Oh my god, what is going on right now?" I was like, "Ooh, oops." So yes, it's because everyone at your party is, dude. Okay, let me get back to this thing. <laughs> okay. But I'm gonna say real quick, dude. Everything that's labeled as hot is not hot. Everyone is just a bunch of wimps, dude. All right. It is not hot. I, I've i never understood that. It's got some flavor. I just, I don't know. I look down on people that think hot salsa is hot. I look down on people that buy salsa from the store that is li- that is liquid in consistency consistency so the the toast straight to- up tostitos or whatever um uh all that sucks i'll get into all right that. so you gotta uh, you gotta raise your camera a little bit so you can be looking down on me 
I'm just saying. You just gotta oh, go yeah. up a little bit. Yeah. How would I do that? Like this? <laughs> if I tilt it? No, no. You gotta you gotta raise the actual platform so that you're looking. I don't feel like doing that. I have too many things. All right, that's right fine. I, I sense it in your but, heart. Yeah. But anyway, what happened to me was I'm at work, and every so often they have stuff. They have treats like, you know, uh, granola bars, or they always have water, but. Sometimes granola bars or like cookies or Gatorade or whatever. And so after you load up and I saw in the cooler a Gatorade. I was like, oh, I'm not going to get it. And then I get in the van waiting to leave and I see someone else go up and grab like a Gatorade. I'm like, oh, maybe I will get one. So I go in there and they had like just the little baby bottles, you know, little 12-ounce bottles of Gatorade. And so I go – I open up the cooler. I grab the Gatorade. I put it in the passenger seat. Like, I'll drink this later. It'll be nice as opposed to just drinking water all the time. And about 20 minutes later, I'm like, you know what? I think I'll grab that Gatorade now. I grab the Gatorade. I bring it closer to me. I And as I grabbed it, right, I had it was face down. So I grab it, and as I bring it to me, I look at it and think, what the fuck? Gatorade zero? I don't want this shit. Oh, no. Are you kidding me? Oh, no. You know, that's like, you know, aside from the different color of the cans, that's like a grabbing a Coca, thinking you're grabbing Coca-Cola and, and it's diet Or Coke, Co- Coke Zero fuck? or something like that. Bro, yes. Yeah. I've been there. I've been there. That motherfucker. Well. Yeah. So I put it in my refrigerator and, you know, oh. I'll be open-minded and I'll try it and we'll see how it works out. But for me... Anybody who drinks a, you know, reduced sugar or zero calorie, blah, blah. If you're so concerned with that, why are you even drinking it in the first place? I know. I know. Yeah, I agree. Just drink the real thing. Right. You know? Yeah. And and the fact, too, that they keep it so close together when you're picking it out. Like, same with the salsa, too. It's all kind of clumped together. You pick something out, you're not paying attention in the moment. Oh, I didn't even realize that they made this sort of crap, and you buy it, and it's, oh, no. Oh, well, now I'm stuck with a six-pack of mini, you know, Powerade Zeros or whatever the fuck it's called. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's worse, grabbing a... Gatorade Zero, thinking that it's Gatorade, or grabbing a Powerade and thinking that it's a Gatorade. <laughs> uh, fair enough. So <laughs> you know, so so fucking Powerade, Powerade, man. <laughs> I let me tell you. So in in this whole process, I don't know. Did you have anything else that you kind of had? Yeah, to there was one thing real quick. Go, I, uh, yeah. Several times Do this it. has happened at Sprouts. You know, you're at the. Uh, Oh, which, by the way, I have one more thing to add now that I think about it, about Sprouts. Go it. It's like when you're ringing someone up, I had this happen to me where uh, this guy is like, he's buying a few things and he's all about like the CBD cream, how it's amazing, this and that, that and this, blah, 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 whatever. All right, see you later. And then like two minutes later, you realize that you never put the CBD cream in the bag. It's like, oh, shit, that guy's going to be pissed when he gets home. So the other thing about Sprouts, dude, did I ever tell you what was going on with one of the, okay, before I explain, what do you recall that I had told you about 
in regards to the store manager and oh, the that they would managers. do that stupid shit over the monitor where they'd say something, something like super inappropriate. Oh yeah, yeah, all that shit. Okay, so one of them, I don't know if I ever mentioned this, but I remember one time, there's one, the one, one of the guys. I just get the feeling I'm looking around. I'm like, why does this motherfucker? Why is he always eating popcorn or chips or whatever? Like. Like, he's a badass. Like, he got away with something. Like, he stole the fucking thing off the shelf and didn't pay for it. Like, I just got that feeling just out of his demeanor and the way that he was eating it and everything. Turns out the motherfucker would take things off the shelf, just open it up and start eating it and not pay for it. Or, yep, or cashiers told me, like, he went to the office depot next door, bought a $30 pen for himself and did a paid out so that he didn't have to pay for it, so that the company paid for it. He would do weird shit like that all the time. Bro, that shit caught up to him. I get a message on Instagram from one of the old uh, coworkers saying, this motherfucker got fired, and the other dude is, I think, suspended, and they might fire him because he knew about it. It didn't say anything or whatever. Before I left, because for whatever reason, people – and I welcome it. But at the same time, after a while, I just get tired of hearing the same shit, especially with in regards to retail. People will come to me and vent. and you know, I don't expect you to do anything, but thank you for listening. And it's the same shit all the time in regards to those two motherfuckers. And so I told them, like, listen, I'm getting the fuck out of here because this shit sucks. So you can either do the same thing or keep putting up with bullshit and being miserable. If you're going to stick around, I suggest you stick up for yourself and contact HR because half you motherfuckers are going to be guilty by association if you know what's going on and don't say anything. And the other half of you feel like you're being always verbally abused. So call HR. You can do it anonymously. And, you know, that's all I have to say. I'm out. Later. And there are a bunch of people like, what, you can do that? You can do that? Yeah, that's what HR is for, for shit like this. Contact HR. Because I, I encourage the head cashiers and the cashiers like, listen, this is going to come down on him one day. It's best that you are not on the, on, you know, the side of individuals who are being questioned when, oh, I wonder if there's other people doing this or who knows. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So – they, uh, I don't know how they found out, but yeah, his ass is out of there, Shit. which he was a dumbass to begin with. That's and, wild uh, though. The other dude was just way too, they're both, I hope everything works out for them. But I mean, people, we've had this conversation. People are exactly where they are because of the choices they make. And sometimes things are out of people's control, but for the most part, like you got to be responsible for the decisions you make. And one dude was always stealing shit and verbally abusing people. And the other dude just sat on his ass all day and let it happen. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I know, cause I mean, for me, I don't know. I, you've never been fired from, or like let go from a job before, right? You've always quit. Like you're always the instigator when it comes to, Yes. Yeah, right. So you, you've never been let go. So you, like, yeah, there, it, I mean, it, for you, you are searching. You're you're that minnow swimming in the, you know, upstream or whatever the fucking metaphor is. Uh, 
<laughs> but yeah, dude, like when when you end up having to face the music, I mean, for me, it was kind of like super abrupt. The fact that I had done something that was kind of irredeemable in my own position, but I also have worked around plenty of other people and I've been in plenty of situations where, you know, you know, your past catches up to you. And uh, the fact that there are so many people who don't realize that that's kind of a reality just baffles my mind especially older people too i mean even people our age right like in their 30s that don't actually understand that there are consequences to your actions i don't know if it's a like a millennial and younger thing that you think that you can just get away I mean, with anything. i'll say real quick i've definitely done stuff where i could have gotten fired whether it was <laughs> I know justified I know. Yeah. or whether it was like let's make an example out of this person and just right. fire them like for sure I'm not perfect absolutely I could have been there are areas where I could have been fired not to say that like I do shit all the time that would get me fired well that's the thing repeated saying, repeated offenses that's kind of the the thing yes. is that you you have an attitude a cavalier attitude you have a attitude that you don't just you don't care um and are going to do what you're going to do for yourself like you've ne- you've never been that person, so yeah, it's not surprising that you've never actually had to encounter that. Just you know, fly under the radar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't be so cavalier with right. So, guess where I went today, right after I dropped off my keyboard? No, that was a terrible question. You're never going to figure it out. I went to the car wash. Remember last week I was telling you I went to the car wash when that guy got all uh, – threw a little hissy fit, right? I went to the car wash because no joke, last week, the very next day after I went to the car wash, I go out to my car. What do I see? Five – count them. Five separate – Big ass bird shits on the side of my car. It's like you got to be freaking kidding me! All like, like, do, 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 do. just boom, 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 right all next to each other. Son of a bitch! And so I went to the car wash today. It's like doing the car wash again, and uh, it was funny because I think I was I told you like how it's so easy for your car to get filthy out here. So there, there, that is what happened. And then the next day I had parked my car and under this tree. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I had a very interesting experience last night. I was a guest on another podcast. I think that's the first time I've done something like that. Yeah, dude. It's a, podcast called white collar week and so i had a chance to with joe and myself because we've got the police to priest podcast that we were invited on a former seminary colleague who's doing his own social media stuff so had a chance to you know do that and that was it was interesting i i i really think that is the first time i don't know if you've ever been a guest on another podcast or anything like that before I have never been a guest on another podcast, no. You know, everyone has their own podcasts, but at the same time, it feels like, you know, no one ever actually interacts with each other. So it was very, uh, very interesting. It was a very unique experience. What's the name of the podcast and when can we listen to your episode? 
So I think that it is, so it's called White Collar Week with uh, Reverend Jeff Grant, and he is running a site called Prisonist.org, which is for returning white collar individuals who have Oh, that's right. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. This is the guy that was on your podcast that they, that Joe was like, actually, we're not going to have, we're not going to publish this episode. And so then you guys were a guest on his podcast. We were. Yeah. So, so, so we did end up publishing the podcast, by the way, and that's available on Sunday at St. Joseph Mission Church, uh, Facebook page. Not that anybody cares to check that out, but, uh, yeah. So. (laughs) I'm just being honest, dude. Like not, not a lot, of, not a lot of crossover happening right now. So we, we finally got that all ironed out. And the, by the way, just random side tangent. I need to find better headphones. I need to be, find a better mic system working here because, uh, when it comes to linking it up to my computer, like right now we're doing it kind of in a different form that when it comes to recording audio from my computer, using the headphones that I have creates a, like a, a pop, a pop whenever it hits my shirt. And so there is this continual audio like popping during the podcast, uh, on Sunday that was released. And apparently that was also an issue when we recorded, you know, on, uh, on Tuesday night that, yeah, it just, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I've never actually had to think about something like that before, but yeah, kind of, the reality that it is right now. So anyway, end up recording, um, goes fine, you know, aside from my own audio issues. So I get home. Um, I feel as though there's a lot of energy burning up within me. So I, I decide to go on a run. And so like, all right, I'm going to do my 5k run around, run to Glenbard West, run around the lake, come back. And obviously, as I have not been as diligent as I should have been when it comes to running in the past during quarantine, more or less, that at about two and a half miles, I end up running out of gas. And so I'm walking up kind of the hill that gets to the the elementary school, all that. And I, I, I see something out of the corner of my eye and I look back and there's like this like little animal. That's just running, you know, kind of on the opposite side of the street, but it it's following me. And so here I'm kind of walking, jogging, whatever. And I turn back again, it's across the street and I can tell it's clearly following me because as I turn the street into one of the side streets, it still follows me. It crosses the street. And so I turn back and I look at it and it's a baby fox. It's a fox maybe the size of, like, a freaking baseball mitt. I mean, like, super tiny little baby fox that's following me. And I turn around, and, it, you know, it, it's it's running. It sees me turn back and look at him, and it just ducks down and goes into the grass and, like, rolls around to the grass to, like, try and hide itself. It's like, oh, that's interesting. So I keep walking, and for another block, I keep checking back. Yeah, it's still following me. It's still following. It followed me for three blocks, this little baby tiny fox. And it got within, cause I sat down at one point in time on one of the little, little corners as just like, okay, what's going on here? And it came up within two feet of me like this. No little, way. Within two feet. 
And I was like, it, it was, it was, it was following me for sure. But I don't know exactly what it was like. I didn't have any food. If I had food, I probably would have like tossed it to him or something like that. But it followed me the entire way. And it got up to where, when I stopped and was just looking at him, like looking away, kind of doing the natural non-intimidation stuff that animals respond to, that it got closer to me. And it kind of crept forward over the course of, I was there for maybe like two minutes or whatever. So over those two minutes, it went from about 10 feet away to two feet away. It just kept crawling upwards. It's like, what do I make of you? I don't know what to do. And I was just like, I, you know, I, I don't know how to make uh, sense of this situation, but it is, you know, yeah, I, it, it was weird. It was probably the most unique running experience that I've had probably in the past decade. I, I can't think of any other instance where I have like this wild animal literally just following me over the course of three blocks, had no idea what to make of it. His mom was probably out hunting and he just got curious and, you know, mom wasn't around to watch. And so he just was following you. I don't know, man. You know what's sad, though? And and this is kind of what I was thinking about, too, is with my brother. It's like, well, he, he went so far away from where he started and I have no idea where he ended up Something coming from. Something could have happened to his mom. Man, you'd never know. And it's a little baby, little, little fox. And really, you know. They're not meant to survive out in the burbs, much less, you know, <laughs> on their own. Yeah. And here they have both of those situations kind of culminating together. So it's just like, oh, so there was that like heart string that I was just like, oh, I wish I had some food just to give them or something. But at the same time, I realized, yeah, it's uh, it's not a great place to be a wild animal out in the burbs of Chicago because not Dude. not friendly. It's not friendly. So then what happened? So you were sitting down or you were standing there and it got within two feet of you. And then what happened after that? It turned around and walked away on its own or you started to walk away and then it just sat there or what happened when it got, it got, uh, it two got feet within you scared by a car that was coming the opposite direction. So the, the blinding lights, all okay. that, it ended up running away the opposite. Got it. But okay. Yeah. Followed I me once, for when I was, three blocks, man. When I was looking for... Sorry, what's that? No, I said it followed me for like three blocks, which is just... That's a long way for That's a, a freaking long way for a little baby fox to do something like that, yeah. When I was working for the Park District in Naperville, I found a baby bird, uh, like on the sidewalk, and... Just a tiny little baby bird. I mean, it had feathers. It wasn't like a... It had grown feathers, but it wasn't strong enough to fly on its own. So it probably fell out of the nest. And I couldn't tell. I saw another bird off in the distance, and I couldn't I couldn't tell if it was the mom. But the bird, the, the adult bird off in the distance on a branch that was watching me was just so calm. You'd think that if it was the mom that it would try and attack or it would just be chirping away or something. Totally. And this thing, this little thing fit in my hand. I couldn't take it with me or anything. I'll show you a picture of it. I have a photo of it. But I couldn't believe I got to hold a little baby bird, this tiny little thing. And then I had to just – I put it down next to the tree and I left it there and I couldn't do anything with it. I was working. I wanted to put it in my pocket. But at the same time, I didn't know if that bird or what was going on. So I left it. But – You know, too, the moment that you touch a baby bird, it's dead, right? Like – 
the there there will be no other birds because they have the smell of human like stench on them no they will not be taken care of and they'll be left to die i was not aware of that yeah dude so never even if never I was wearing... never like so so that was part of the thing too is that even though this little baby fox got close to me like within 2 feet i did not want to pet it because i knew if it if it got my scent on its body it would be rejected from any familial stuff same thing goes with birds too you touch a baby bird they'll be rejected from their that's community that's so crazy that yeah. the sense of smell and just scent is so powerful in the animal kingdom because as a human where our where we use sight it's like okay i'm thinking well even if it smells you can visibly see that it's you know the baby so you take care of it but wow i did not know that yeah you guys so, know a lot about birds huh uh, you wonder why You'll I gotta sit. Why. I would love to. So these things about birds that you know, do you research and you look them up, or these are things that I'm guessing your dad reads about them and then he tells you guys, and that's how you learn about birds? Yeah. No, I, I think it's a culmination of both personal experience, um, education through the family, as well as just being curious about it and just random Wikipedia searches, stuff like that. Does your it dad all... know a lot about birds? Does your dad know more about birds than you do? Is he like a Oh my expert? god, he's he's an aficionado. You, you'd probably be able to take him to any bird park and he'd point every one of them out. Zebo with your dad and I wouldn't say anything I would just let him just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and I would just sit there and absorb all the information about birds but I would just love to sit there and absorb everything I hope this episode doesn't sound too fucked up because about 10 to 15 times just stopped recording on my end so hopefully all this this whole episode for people listening it sounds smooth but it's been pretty frustrating for Victor over here <laughs> That's why we're wrapping things up. It could probably go on, but we're also because we're at about time. This is episode 156. Until next time.